Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Donald Hutchinson's doing all the hard work. I'm, or Hankerson Rather's doing all the hard work. I'm just sitting here talking into a microphone from my front porch. What an awesome day here in our area today. Taking advantage of it out here on our friendly confines of our Offenbachers Outdoor Furniture. Pleased to be signed on with them for another year right here on 106.7 The Fan. And, you know, when you, when you talk about uh, – stars coming up in in our area look we're watching our greatest star uh in the twilight now of his career every day with alexander ovechkin still giving us everything he's got uh as age and father time advance him uh as he continues to chase and we hope finally catch wayne gretzky uh at some point but even if he doesn't catch wayne gretzky it's not an indictment on Alexander Ovechkin. His legacy is solid as a rock. So if, if he does get to that final milestone, that, that's great. If he does, fantastic. Uh, the pace that he's on right now, he's certainly going to pick things up. Uh, if, if he's going to get there, at least under this current contract uh, and with this team. And today, Caps took it on the chin by a count of 5-2. to two. You know, the math is still there to keep them in the playoff hunt here. The question is ultimately does Brian you know, McClellan make a move to enhance. And, and even if you move a piece, you never know what moving a piece out could eventually bring you back in uh, if you're Brian McClellan at this point. But as we, as we watch our superstars, you know, do, do the Wizards have one for us right now? Certainly you know, Kuzma's a talented player, but you know certainly hasn't played here long enough to, you know, resonate yet as a, a local star. The Nationals are hunting uh, for that player. DC United is hunting uh, for that player. The Spirit have one, so to speak, in uh, Trinity Rodman. But you know, when you when you look at and obviously with Elena Deladon, and I kind of knew. I mean, I somebody tipped me off to the fact that. Uh, Elena Deladon is not going to play this year um, after a conversation with her. But uh, to me, you know, obviously being a uh, – that that was her story uh, to put out there, not me. Um, 
So we could have put that out there a few months ago. But with her now moving along uh, with the Mystics as well, you know, who are our who are our local superstars that we that we want to gravitate to uh, right now? And and I think that's an important. I mean, we we had you know we had a who's who of baseball players with the Nationals. They delivered a world championship. You know, the Capitals had that, obviously. Ovi, Backstrom, Oshie, you know, every woman on planet Earth. Hell, probably half the men, too, uh, would love to, you know, have, you know, a Shangri-La with Tom Wilson. But, you know, we're, we're, we're striving hungrily now for that next superstar locally. And certainly from a baseball standpoint, the baseball team needs that superstar, not only to help it win, but to help it market the franchise. And and clearly, the the early clubhouse leader in that category is James Wood. Um, you know, local product and a guy that is advancing quickly. Uh, you know, give the Padres a lot of credit, man. Padres identify some good young talent and guys from this area. I mean, Jackson Merrill's one of their top prospects right now, a guy at a Severna Park High School. Um, you know, he's a guy that might stick with them uh, this season. And... But look at all the talent that comes through St. John's College uh, over there. Uh, those guys do a fantastic job. And, you know, James Wood might be, might, might be here sooner than you think because if I'm the Nationals, A, that guy's going to help me win more games, but B, he's going to help me sell tickets because he's going to give the fan base a reason to be excited about the team and about the product again. And that's... Those are the two things, just like we talked about with the commanders. Commanders have to get better on the field. They've got to get better with business. The Nationals need to do the same thing. Nationals need to, they need it for, uh, to help win games in a tough division, but they also need it from a business standpoint. You know, having James Wood here, especially if he performs at this level, it's going to help you sell more tickets. It's going to bring you more people to the ballpark. It's going to give the fan base a chance to get excited again about the franchise. And that's, I mean, look at what, look at the rebirth in Baltimore. The rebirth in Baltimore is a perfect example. You know, they took it on the chin hard, um, you know, for several years. And now they've got an incredible young core of players that, you know, because of the proximity through Bowie, you know, many Orioles fans got to know those players coming through Bowie. I've had a chance to interview many of those guys uh, coming through Bowie. And now they're turning into Major League Baseball potential superstars with that team competing in a division with huge budgets in the past, at least. You know, the Yankees, Red Sox, particularly. I mean, Tampa didn't spend any money, but they draft great. They develop talent in an incredible way. So they've they've never really been bad here of late because they drafted well and they developed well. And that player development is important. That player development is is vital. Uh, being able to get those guys to make that final step to the big leagues to help the big league club, it it it, it is gigantic. And you know, credit Mike for making some changes at least in the minor league system this year in the scouting areas and saying, okay, we we've not gotten great results ultimately out of what we've been doing. So instead of continuing to do the same things over and over again, they went ahead and made some changes, and we'll see where it goes for them. Ultimately, time will tell. And clearly, you know, they, they are 
they have been somewhat budget conscious here of late. You don't you don't act this way the way they have lately because this has been an ownership that has spent money in the past. There's no doubt about that. I mean, big contracts with some guys along the way. So it's not as if uh, they've been a Tampa who would not spend virtually at all um, and and really had to be predicated on whether they could draft and develop. This ownership had spent some money in the past, but there's no question that this ownership has been um, much more fiscally responsible o- over the last few years. Um, and, you know, that that has been evidenced by the moves because when, when there's more money and there's moves to be made, Mike has made them. There's trades to be made, um, you know, that, that could improve the ball club. Mike has made them. And now some of the trades that they've made look like they are uncovering another group of young talent similar to what happened that started the last run, you know, with this club. And these guys look like they've got potential to turn into something eventually that you're going to want to buy tickets for and come watch at the ballpark. And James Wood is at the top of that list. The young man has been fantastic so far. You talk about a great young superstar that the Nationals are going to be able to market uh, coming up here. And it looks like he's going to have some help. I mean, Cruz, I mean, look, if you watch any college baseball, and I know most of you don't, and, and I know we're seeing, the you know, Wyatt Langford. Wyatt Langford struggled the first few days of spring training games. And, yeah, he's hit a couple of bombs here of late, and everybody's starting to panic about Dylan Cruz. Dylan Cruz is still going to be – a fine player for this Nationals organization. Is he the same player as Wyatt Langford? No, they're not the same player. They're not the same type of player. But you're still going to get, I believe, a winning player out of Dylan Cruz. You don't perform the way he did at LSU, in my mind, and then um, not have the ability to come to this level and eventually do it uh, here with the Nationals. Robert Hassel, who was supposed to be a solid player. Yeah, I mean, it, it... there were some tough times in the minors last year, certainly some injuries too. But Hassel has been um, very formidable uh, in spring training. You know, Brady House, we've seen play a good baseball so far here in spring training. Now, clearly, um, you'd still take some lumps along the way, but if I were the Nats, hell, I'd play them all. Bring them all here. We could certainly get you excited about coming to the ballpark and selling tickets saying, hey, here's four of our – great young kids that are going to be part of our next phase of winning here in Washington. And I know that's obviously not feasible. You're not going to do that. Um, but how long do you keep a James Wood uh, in the minors coming up this year? How long do you keep him down there, especially if he hits? If he hits at the AAA level, um, how how long do you keep him down here before you get him up here and help your, your front office, your business people sell tickets uh, to get people into the ballpark? Because I believe James Wood has that type of potential to not only help your club in terms of uh, winning games, but he's going to help your club ultimately in the marketing department. And, and, and if you don't think that they are one and the same and that they don't matter, just look at attendance figures for teams that don't play very good baseball. There's nobody there. There's nobody there. Okay? I mean, look at Tampa. Tampa wins games. And basically, outside of the playoffs, people don't show up. I mean, that, that, that's that's one of the more you know mystifying things to me uh, is they actually have a good product and nobody shows up. They got my guy Dick Vitale out there talking about them all year, sitting in the front row, right behind home plate, and and they still don't get anybody 
um, you know, to come to the games until they get to the playoffs. And it's kind of sad to watch. I mean, what, what has happened, ironically enough, and, um, you know, it's funny, my, my daughter's boyfriend just went down there playing a hockey tournament. Love getting, I was over at Bowie watching some youth hockey last night. Um, and, you know, they were down there playing a tournament. And he said it was everywhere you go, it's go bolts, go bolts, not bucks, not bucks, not Mike Evans, Baker Mayfield, the Buccaneers, but go bolts. How ironic that that franchise hockey in the state of Florida has become a big deal uh, down there with that Tampa Bay Lightning franchise, and yet the Tampa Bay Rays ultimately successful and can't get anybody to come uh, to, to their games. It's amazing what has happened uh, with the hockey team and the success that they've had uh, down there You know, for John Cooper and company uh, down there with Tampa. But it's become, a, it's become a great deal from a business standpoint. Ironically, the Buccaneers down there, they've got some big decisions to make in free agency – and some of those decisions could affect the team. A team like the Ravens could be in the linebacker market because Patrick Queen's likely going to get some big money out there uh, from some people. And could Patrick Queen be a guy that Washington uh, takes a look at? Take a look at some of these free agents who might be a fit for Washington and who might be more hype than help on the free agent market. We'll do that next. Pete on Sports with you. Charlie and Dave coming up at the top of the hour from Duffy's in West Palm right here on 106.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're 
We're talking about the Celtics killing Golden State today, 140 to 88. How about Juwan Howard, University of Michigan? Talk about missing a year's worth of talent. They missed. Oh, getting smoked by Ohio State. It was 82-55 last check. They got a couple of minutes to go uh, in that game. And if I'm Ohio State, obviously I know the, the president out there, the new president, Ted Carter. Um, you know, if I'm Ted, and you know, Gene Smith, and I think they're getting a new AD as well, uh, uh, Ross Bjork, I, I might have to hire Mr. Diebler as the full-time coach. He's done a heck of a job uh, here as the interim. I'd certainly have to give him uh, amazing uh, consideration uh, for that opportunity uh, right now. Um, look, we got free agency coming up, and, and obviously with Charles Leno being released, you know, all eyes are going to be on, you know, NFL free agents. Uh, this process coming up, you know, here shortly. And Tyron Smith is going to be a name that obviously sticks out now uh, because the Cowboys, you know, putting him out there. And his – clearly his, his injury history is, a, is an issue. There's no doubt about that. Um, it, with him being out there, he would be – if he didn't have the injury history, would be a no-brainer. He'd be one of the first guys off the board, um, you know, even at his age now for a sizable uh, contract for a couple of years at, at, at a pretty good price. But what, as I talked about, unless you trade back in the first round to get a guy that for sure can play tackle in the National Football League, you know, you start looking, you know, at, at the the tackles that are out there, Smith, 33. Obviously, you know, you put Leno out on the market. He's 32. Um, I believe Charles will still get some calls uh, out there. And, you know, a guy like Dwayne Brown, he's 38. So your top your top people, you know, a core for it, uh, the uh, Steelers, you know, I mean, that's, that, that's a guy, you know, at 26. You know, you go back and look at, if you really like the tape and, you know, see what he uh, could present to you, trying to figure figure out that left tackle position um, is going to be very, very important. Um, when you look at the Tampa, the, the Tampa situation, they got linebackers galore, you know, that could certainly, you know, help you uh, in many ways. They've got to make a decision on Mike Evans. I mean, Mike Evans is is now at the age of 30. Does he have one more big contract in him? You know, would somebody else give him an extra year, you know, at a sizable deal that maybe Tampa wants to? Tampa knows the player the best. And, you know, if Mike really wants to retire there in Tampa, you know, we'll find out if that's the case uh, coming up here. But he's, you know, he's 30, um, halfway to 31, and they've, they've got to make a, a big decision, you know, certainly – uh, on him down there in Tampa, uh, Levante David, um, Devin White. I mean, they've got some they've got some significant uh, decisions to make, and I, I think both of those guys, you know, depending on how desperate you know the the Commanders are to fill linebacker spots, what do they? What does the new regime think of uh, Jamin Davis? You know, do you believe Jamin Davis is is still a guy that can turn into a good player for you? Thing that would intrigue me about White is he's still only 26. And we've seen some very good football uh, from him. So do you take a guy that's looked good in another system, 
And depending on what Joe Witt and company want to do here, I mean, is that a guy that can uh, come in and, and really help turn this you know program and this defense around? You know, what about a Patrick Queen? You know, do you do you invest money in, in, in a guy like that? Because Patrick alongside, you know, a Roquan Smith looked fantastic. Really, I thought, took his game uh, to a completely different level, being able to watch it up close and personal this year, um, every game, you know, like I did, being on the Ravens radio network. And, you know, from that standpoint, you know, that would be a guy that would intrigue me. He's going to be expensive, though. There's no doubt he's going to be expensive. Um Patrick's can cost you some money. He he earned, uh, I think, what will be a significant pay raise uh, this coming season. So, you know, do you? I mean, the the problem with Levante David is he's thirty four, and you know, you're not in a position, I think, to win right now, where you could sign a thirty four year old linebacker or a thirty three year old Bobby Wagner. Uh, in my opinion, uh, if unless you unless this group feels somehow that what you know, a new quarterback and a couple of other key positions elsewhere could really turn things around uh, in this division uh, for them. So, you know, when you say, and that's why I think when you know Adam Peters was hesitant about, you know, yeah, we've got a lot of cap space, but you know, just because you have it doesn't mean you necessarily burn it up here. Because when you start looking around the league, the the guys that are out there. I mean, look, you all as a fan base, you know, you all as a fan base have spoken out for years um, about your, your disdain for Kirk Cousins. Cousins is not going to win you a Super Bowl right now. He would help. Would he get, help you get to the playoffs? Probably. But would he help you win the Super Bowl? Eh, the, the rest of your team is not there probably to do that. You're not going to be in the Ryan Tannehill business. Are you going to be in the Leonard Williams business? I mean, that's debatable. Chris Jones, can Kansas City get enough money? to secure him long-term. Daniil Hunter, who's been a fantastic pass rusher from Minnesota. You know, he's got one deal. I think I think Williams, Jones, and Hunter all have one more deal uh, left in him, one more run in those guys. They're all knocking on the door of 30. Um, so, you know, Emmanuel Ogba, same thing, you know, with Miami. I mean, these are all guys that commanded big, big dollars. And... Will someone come up and match those dollars here uh, for any of those guys? I mean, I don't know about you, but you watch Chris Jones as a leader. And if I'm a team that I think is close, if I feel like my club is right there, ready to knock on the door, you know, I, I put some, I put like maybe a shorter deal with an out on the third year. But I would put something significant in front of Chris Jones and say, hey, we think you could be the answer for us. Get us over the top, um, you know, against a team like Kansas City. You know, come help our club. Be another voice inside of our locker room. Because the one thing I saw from Chris Jones throughout this season in multiple occasions for that Chiefs team, I saw that guy lead. I saw that guy lead on the field. I saw guys rally around him. When he went to them and said, it's time to go, gentlemen, it's time to go. And they did. And that is something that I, if I'm a team and I'm looking at, you know, uh, being right there on the cusp, I, I get creative with a deal with, with Chris Jones that, that Kansas City can't match. Because Kansas City obviously got, you know, they got some big numbers, particularly with Patrick Mahomes' deal being where it is. 
you know, how how creative are they going to have to get uh, when it comes to uh, somebody like Chris Jones and maintaining him? I just think he's just a huge part of what they do. I mean, I don't know if we ever gave the Chiefs credit, particularly for the defense they played in the second half of the season and in the playoffs. You know, what they did, and and I thought Baltimore contributed to their own demise with what they did offensively, but uh, you got to give the Chiefs defense credit. They contributed to Baltimore's demise uh, as well. Uh, in that AFC Championship game. And for all of the heroics that a Patrick Mahomes brings to the field, I mean, look, let's take Tyreek Hill away from him. You know, let's give him bargain basement wide receivers. And guess what? Mahomes still makes it happen at crunch time. But the only reason they were there was because their defense was phenomenal down the stretch. And a lot of it is because of Chris Jones at his defensive tackle position and the leadership that he provides for that team. Now, we saw reports that conversations have apparently been taking place between Cam Curl and his representatives, which is a good sign. I think Cam has certainly played. Um, and, and, you know, we I, I go back to when he was drafted and we talked about him. Um, I think Cam was more of a victim of the Arkansas teams he played on were not very good. Um, he was versatile there. He played both corner and safety during his time at Arkansas. But he played good football individually on those teams. And I think lack of team success – may have cost him a smidge there in terms of attention um, and, and the reality. Uh, thought Cam probably had earned maybe a second-day rate. Look, the guy's played, you could argue, he's played like a first-round talent. So that that's another guy that was picked late um, that's going to get a great second contract. Guys that are picked late sometimes don't get a second year, let alone a second contract. Um, but that is a young man that has thrived despite the chaos here in Washington. He's one of the few players that when you look at through the years, you know, guys like Allen and Payne have done it, but those are first-round guys. You expect those guys uh, to do that. There's no way you could have uh, expected that Cam Curl would play that way uh, as a late-round pick, especially, and, and again, I know a lot of you do not watch a ton of college football uh, on Saturdays. Even with all of the betting and everything that goes on now, um, you don't watch it the same way you do the NFL, but that's why we're here to talk about uh, those kind of guys. I think a couple of interesting guys, free agency-wise, you know, with Washington making the move on Logan Thomas. This is not a deep draft in terms of tight ends. Um, you're clearly not going to be in a position to pick Bowers, maybe the kid from Texas, maybe the kid from Penn State. Um, free agent-wise, do you do you kick the tires on an often injured Hunter Henry? I mean, you you could conceivably. Uh, do that. He's also knocking on the door of 30 years old, but maybe you go that way. Maybe we find out if Cole Turner can actually play football or not. Um, we, were, we were told in camp, his very first camp, and, and if you look at his Nevada tape, but you would have to go back and look at his Nevada tape with my guy Carson Strong, who obviously didn't play very well uh, at the pro level and is probably never going to get back to the NFL. It's one of the few guys that I missed on. I thought Carson could do it. And, and obviously just couldn't and, and didn't look good even in the exhibition games trying. Um, just the game was too big for him. But, you know, Cole Turner, you look at his tape there playing with, um, you know, a guy like that, and look, you, you think that there's going to be a player there. I mean, with Scott Turner, we just watched this dude go in motion. <laughs> he's going in motion. Hey, we see him in motion. Now he's going to throw a block, you know. At some point, we'd like to see him catch a pass. Um, and he's got athletic ability, and people who are out of practice and you're out of camp, you know, you, I watched him, you know, when he when they were up in Baltimore. Um, I mean, the guy looks the part. 
certainly looks the part, but my gosh, can 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 somebody throw him a pass at some point? Just let's see if he can catch the football. And maybe that's what Washington's going to do. Maybe they do feel good about him, that he can be the lead tight end uh, coming up this season. Maybe they're going to find out where they got to fish or cut bait uh, with him uh, coming up after this season as well. But at some point, you know, how do we know if he can play if you don't throw him the football? Because the dude has just not been throwing the football an awful lot uh, here in Washington. Give you a couple of other free agents to keep an eye on out there that I think could be difference makers and maybe a good value for you uh, as well on the free agent market. We'll do that next. Pete on Sports with you till 7 right here on 106.7 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. We're with you till 7. Charlie and Dave live from West Palm coming up at 7 o'clock. Cole Henry, Jacob Young, their scheduled guests coming up at the top of the hour talking Nationals baseball right here on 106.7 The Fan. Want to get to a couple of social media questions. My man Scott Creek says, is it possible the commanders use next year's first rounder plus one of the 2024 second rounders and get back in play for somebody like Fashanu, Alt, um, you know, Mims, somebody like that. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Fuaga. I, I definitely think it's possible. Um, you know, if the kid from Washington slides down a little bit further, I'd look at him. Maybe you don't have to pay as high a price uh, for him. I, I would desperately try to do it without using next year's first round. Like, if you can – if you like, at some point, the, the there's going to be a run on wide receivers and quarterbacks early. You're gonna get the quarterbacks. You're gonna get. You're gonna get Marvin Harrison. You're gonna get neighbors. You're gonna get a Dunze, Turner, and Chop Robinson, and then we're probably gonna get that tackle run. The question is, who's gonna take the first one? And I'm intrigued to see which guy goes first. Whether it's Fashanu, Alt, um, it's one of those two likely. Uh, Fashanu, probably. I don't want to say the more polished guy, but he. I mean, I think that's the. I think that's the best way to describe it. I think he's the more polished guy. Alt still, I think, got a little bit more development to do. Um, gave you a real good year last year at Notre Dame. I think guys that can get. He he's still a bit upright, so I think guys that can use some leverage. Um, you know, pass rushers like a. You know, I mean, look in your division, you got to stop Micah Parsons. You know, that could be a guy that gives Alt a little bit of trouble early, but eventually maybe he can refine his technique into 
playing against a guy like that. The problem with Parsons, man, is you got to be ready for Parsons to come at you in every different direction. He'll go around you outside. He'll go around you inside. He'll go through you, okay? And if he can get leverage on you, um, you know, he really tests your technique. And and maybe Fashanu would be the better guy at that point um, in this division than Alt. I really like Alt. I mean, from a, a personnel standpoint, I really like Alt. Um, I, I like Fuaga from Oregon State uh, as well. I think he's a kid that could really help. The problem is you get too deep in here. You know, the kid from Oklahoma, I think, is a tackle. The kid from Washington is a tackle. And then we start to get into the other interior guys. And the next best lineman after those four or five tackles are centers. Now, again, if the new regime doesn't like Stromberg, they've already got rid of Gates. And I like Stromberg. I thought Stromberg was a good player at Arkansas. Maybe they do too. Um, but, you know, then you'd have to get into that area, um, you know, and, and look as well. Um, my guy Ben Conti wanted to know about Marshawn Lloyd at USC. Look, Marshawn Lloyd, you like the skill set. Um, you know, A, he can run and he can catch the football. Um, if you're not bringing Antonio Gibson back, I could see Marshawn Lloyd as a guy um, that could come in here and and be competitive. The problem is, you know, you would have you would have B. Rob Rodriguez and you know Marshawn Lloyd. Now Lloyd, again, you know, based on you know where, what he did at USC, you know, maybe he could play a bigger role catching the ball because I think Brian and Chris are clearly. Um, downhill, you know, guys, though Brian did show the ability to catch the ball and be successful at it uh, last year. Ultimately, what they do in Cliff's offense is going to determine uh, whether you need a guy like that. I do like Marshawn Lloyd, though. I think Marshawn Lloyd's a quality football player, and I think he's going to be able to play at the next level as he showed us the ability to catch the ball last year. I mean, the kid was a five-star recruit, so you knew you knew he had the goods in terms of being a natural runner. But now we've also seen the pass catcher uh, in him as well. So if you have any other uh, questions social media-wise, you can hit us up at Pete Medhurst on Twitter, and we'll hit those uh, here in the last few minutes of the program. A couple of other free agents that I believe could um, help this team, even at his age right now. I think Tyler Boyd is going to be a bargain. And with Cincinnati allegedly tagging Higgins, which I, I look, I look, Cincinnati's got a Cincinnati's got a window right now. Uh Burrow looks like he's going to be back to full capacity, it looks like, or pretty close to it by May. You've got a window right now if you're Cincinnati and in a loaded AFC. This isn't like the NFC where you can make up ground in a hurry. You have to be somebody in the AFC right now. And even if that means tagging Higgins at a fairly high rate so you can have Chase and Higgins going at it together again against a very competitive AFC, I buy that from Cincinnati. I, 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 think, that's a, I, I think that's a good way to go. And maybe you can get Higgins to you know sign for a little bit longer eventually at some point. Uh, because remember, they're going to have to sign Chase too. I think Tyler Boyd is a terrific receiver. I think Tyler Boyd is every bit of two in this league, and he's been playing, obviously, a three in Cincinnati. I think Tyler Boyd could come in here and really be um, a, a big help and a, and a difference maker. And, you know, maybe does he 
does does two for twenty four? You know, uh, I mean, I think he'd been making ten and a half somewhere like that uh, in Cincinnati. Um, Boyd's been a productive player, um, so I think as a as an extra guy. The problem is he's a couple years older than even Curtis Samuel. Now, if, if Cliff Kingsbury wants to, you know, keep a, a weapon like Samuel around just on, you know, years and wear and tear, you'd probably take Curtis back because he's two years younger uh, than Tyler Boyd. But I think Tyler Boyd could really, really uh, help. Now, ultimately, uh, do you bring back Kendall Fuller at, at corner? Um, you know, do you, do you kick the tires on a guy like Jeff Okuda, who was a top five pick? Um, who's going to be available out there? And and I don't think Akuda is going to cost you a lot of money. You know, does he does he do better in a in another opportunity? Um, yeah, he'd be somebody that I'd be willing to take a flyer on, just to see if you could get um, something else uh, out of him. You you just can't play the way Akuda did at one point, and maybe you just lose it all together. I don't know. Um, but but maybe that's what happens to you. Um, do they if they don't feel good in the Stromberg business? Do you do you look at a Connor Williams uh, down in Miami? Like I said, Devin White still only twenty six. That's hard to believe, man. But I mean, it's hard to believe. I think Devin White showed him in the NFL twenty twenty one though. So I guess it makes sense. But that's a guy that certainly I would have to go, um, you know, have a conversation about because I think that's a guy that could come in and look if you're if you're in the tight end business. If you're in the tight end business, do you do you make a phone call about Dalton Schultz? I mean, it's a guy that is shown to be productive uh, in the National Football League. Um, I'd have to I'd have to seriously uh, consider if I don't like my depth at that position. And like I said, I don't think it's a position that in the draft is going to be uh, great outside of Brock Bowers for you uh, right away. Um, you know, Mike Gusecki, You know, that's another guy that's certainly in the red zone. Uh, has proven to be a formidable uh, football player. Guess who's back on the market, by the way? Tim Settle. So Tim Settle back on the market at age 26, made four and a half in Buffalo, uh, if you think you need some depth uh, at that position uh, at defensive tackle uh, as well. I wonder how much he would cost you here uh, coming up in the offseason. So we could cycle back and go get those guys that everybody thought was a was a crowd favorite. But ultimately, you have to be careful when you do that because – you didn't win a lot of games with those guys. And the question ultimately is, do you try somebody else? Um, you know, Christian Wilkins is a free agent, and I think he's probably headed more uh, toward a contender uh, if he doesn't resign in Miami. Uh, what's interesting, Javon Kinlaw is a free agent in San Francisco. There, so there is some name value out there. Um, ultimately, the question is, uh, can some of these guys still play anymore? I gave you the ones that I liked. Um, we'll see what happens here in the upcoming portion of free agents. And I heard Grant Danny talk about Noah Font one day as well. Font, uh, I believe on his second team as well, uh, still only age 26. Uh, injuries have gotten him uh, a little bit in his career as well. Um, hard to believe that he was only making you know $3 million last year uh, with Seattle. I believe he started his career with Denver. Uh, and my guy Patrick Queen last year, what a bargain. Hell of a football player at uh, $3 million last year for Baltimore. Patrick Queen hadn't even turned 25 yet. I think he's going to get paid a lot more than that this coming season. We'll come back and wrap things up. Get you set for Charlie and Dave live from West Palm Beach talking Nationals baseball at the top of the hour with Jacob Young and Cole Henry right here on 106.7 The Fan.
Shout out to my guy, Ross Rudder. Tell you what, when you have some health difficulties, and you got to make that dietary change, if you could see the culinary stuff that my guy, Ross Rudder, is making now on his own, he's not using one of those fancy food services. He is he is putting all the the touches on that on that chicken and eating salmon and all that stuff and taking care of his two uh, awesome kids as well appreciate Ross's support uh, as always as we do with all of you here uh, here on 1067 the fan with the limited opportunities that we get we love talking about the world of sports especially this time of the year I mean this is my wheelhouse um, you know leading up to the NFL draft uh, no better time. Um, than what happens right now. A couple of things to hit, a couple of news notes on the way out. I don't know why we do this. I mean, I, I get it. I, under, I, mean, I do understand how it's presented, but I often why we put players in this situation. You know, Caitlin Clark sets another record today. Just an incredible talent. Um, just a savage talent. She's going to be a killer in the WNBA. Um, hopefully for Team USA as well. I saw somebody writing a, a story today, you know, how are they going to put her on Team USA? She might be the best basketball player in the world right now on the female side. How do you not have her on Team USA? I mean, is Iowa not part of the United States anymore? Um, you know, can she compete for Great Britain? Does she have, like, some long-lost uh, relatives from Ireland? You know, I mean, my grandparents were from Ireland and England, respectively. I'm hoping my daughter Kelly Monday might be able to play softball for Great Britain or Ireland maybe uh, in the Olympics or the World Championships or something like that, but why why do we why do we do this with Caitlin Clark? Oh, she's broken Pete Maravich's record. Pete Maravich played at a time a with no three point line and b when college players could only play three years. So, you know, uh, every time a women's coach beats the mark of a men's coach. Oh, one more games than Mike Shashevsky. Huh? Okay, it's fantastic. You know, why can't those people just be great in their respective sports and disciplines? You know, we, we just, you know, we, we make the an even bigger deal. Clark can't be a big, Caitlin Clark cannot be a bigger deal than she is right now. What she has done from a college basketball perspective, and I've asked people over the past few weeks, and I work in this business every day, college sports. There is no player on the male side right now that even comes remotely close to what Caitlin Clark um, is doing. Nobody. And that is how significant she has been. It's how significant women's sports has become. And at some point, hopefully, we will cover women's sports with the respect uh, that it deserves. Because we got, I mean, we still got a lot of people out here that, that really don't understand it. Those of us that have watched it uh, for years really enjoy it. We like it. Um, but Caitlin Clark has taken it to an incredible level um, and done a masterful job uh, with the University of Iowa. Shout out to my guy, Ed DeCellis, Navy's basketball coach. He won game number 399 yesterday as they beat Americans 71-65. Appreciate the hospitality of everybody over at AU uh, yesterday. Midsville hosts Loyola as he goes for number 400 Tuesday night in the Patriot League tournament in the first round. That'll do it for us. Been a fast show today. Thanks to all of you for uh, making uh, your social media presence uh, known. All the questions. For Donald Hankerson back in our studio, stay tuned. The great Charlie Slows and Dave Jagler are next, right here on 106.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 